Grace, mercy, and peace be yours from God our Father, through His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Word of God that calls for our attention this morning comes to us from the Epistle reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, particularly verse 12, where Paul writes, For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. So far our text. As we come to today, which is celebrated all over the country as Sanctity of Life Sunday, we take a moment to think of the life that we sometimes just take for granted. The life that we have as a congregation, as one body in Christ. Paul also writes in our epistle reading, You are the body of Christ and individually members of it. As Americans, we emphasize our individuality. We think of ourselves being the most necessary part, because we also hear from Paul's letter to the Corinthians, do you not know that your body, singular, is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, which you have from God? We want to believe that we can be right with God without the help of anyone else. But if that is the case, heaven will truly be an empty place. Because we forget that when Jesus sent out His disciples, He sent them out in pairs. And while, yes, the Holy Spirit dwells in every Christian, that does not make us an island to ourselves. Bible-believing Christians do not believe in a me-and-Jesus-only Christianity. Because we look forward to the day where our faith will be sight, and we will see the ultimate fulfillment of the union of the body as we get to heaven. Because heaven will be the ultimate fulfillment of our life together. We sang a few moments ago, In your one body let us be, as living branches of a tree, your life, our life supplying. We pick up here Jesus as he's talking to his disciples on Monday, Thursday. I am the vine, you are the branches. Again, we can't do this ourselves. We need the life supplied from the vine. A branch laying out on the ground does no good to itself. It's only alive if it is attached to the tree. And that is what Paul wants to spend this part of chapter 12 of 1 Corinthians talking about, is that unity that we all have through the Holy Spirit. That life that we have, not only in Christ as baptized Christians, but as brothers and sisters of one another. Because he says immediately following our text, in one spirit, we were all baptized into one body. This comes no more clear than when we come to the prayers of the church and the funeral service. The first petition there is also the collect of the day for All Saints Day, where we pray, You have knit your chosen people together into one communion in the mystical body of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. That we are all knit together, brothers and sisters, in one body, 
members that have our own function, our own purpose, our own time limit even, but all needing each other. Because as Paul points out, if the entire body is an eye, where's the sense of hearing? If the entire body is an ear, where's the sense of smell? If all the body is a head, where are the feet for us to go about and do his work? We are all knit together into one completely amazing body. All with our own parts. All with our own needs. As we look to one another to help, because we are all united in that one spirit. And as Paul also writes in our epistle reading, we were all made to drink of one spirit. That spirit not only unites us by indwelling in us, it is also drunk into us. As we see from 1 Corinthians 10, Paul writes, I do not want you to be unaware that our fathers were all under the cloud and all passed through the sea and all were baptized into Moses and into the cloud and into the sea. And all ate the same spiritual food. And all ate the same spiritual drink. For they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them. And the rock was Christ. We come together, not only to hear the word of God, but we especially love to come together when we get to receive the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. That heavenly food and drink that truly unites us together. Because it's not just one of us up at the rail. It's all of us up at the rail. And as we talk about it in the proper preface, right before singing the Sanctus, we talk about not only just us here in this building, but all of us across time, across space, all being united as one with the angels and archangels and all the company of heaven, with all those who are also around the world, all partaking the same body, the same blood, all being united, all being given our life through those means. And the union we have in the Spirit causes us to affect and be affected by all the other members. So Paul writes, not that we should all strive to be one thing, but that the members may have the same care for one another. The body does not consist of one part, but of many. And each of those parts is designed to care for the others. Each of us has our own strengths and our own weaknesses. Things that we can help other people to build them up, but things that we need other people to help build us up by. But then again, we also see it. We also see that union in our sufferings and our rejoicings. Paul says, if one member suffers, all suffer together. If one member is honored, all rejoice together. We see this in our congregational prayers. The list that has both sorrows of people hospitalized, people dealing with the brokenness of our world through sickness and death and disorder. 
but also the rejoicing of the times when God breaks in and heals a part of that brokenness. Because we are all knit together in that one mystical body. All needing each other. Because God has arranged us in just a certain way. Each one of us, as we talked about last week, gifted according to what the Spirit gives out to us. Each individually. None of us have all the gifts. None of us have none of the gifts. But we all have the gifts, not for ourselves, not to exalt ourselves, but to help each other. Because we look at our own bodies. The great and wonders that God has done here. And anyone who has had surgery knows just how interconnected the body is afterwards. Because you don't know how much you use your hip until you have a hip replacement or your knee. You don't realize just how interconnected the nerves are until you have back surgery. Then you realize, oh, yeah, everything needs everything else. Because God has crafted it that way in our own bodies. But he's done that in the church as well. And not just here at OSLC. But he has crafted us all into what we confess in the Nicene Creed, the one holy Christian and apostolic church. The one church that is throughout the world and throughout time, starting even with Adam and Eve, all coming together, realizing their need for one another. Because God never set us out to be rogue or cowboy Christians. Not to be able to do it ourselves. Because Jesus himself talking to his hometown people, the people who watched him grow up. Say, surely you will quote to me this proverb, physician, heal yourself. Something we can't do. No matter how many self-help books we read, no matter how many times we go to therapy and things like that, we can't help ourselves. We can't heal ourselves. We need that from God. Not only His gifts of healing and the gifts that He gives to those people that help us, but the gift He gives us in community. Because He's made us to live in community, not only in the world, but in the church as well. Because if it's not good enough that man should be alone out in the world, why should it be good that man is alone in the church? But, unfortunately, people do absent themselves from the church. And some, yes, have very good reasons. You know, we pray for them as we pray for those who are dealing with diseases that aren't able to be here. But as we also reported in the last, last week's voters meeting, the elders have sent out those who have been continually absent for the last few years. Why do we do that? Not to shame them, but as we pray in the prayers of the church every week, to bring them back into fellowship. To be able to have the words spoken with comfort and courage and compassion. To bring them back. To show them their need for us as a congregation, but also our need for their part. Because it is like having part of the body missing. 
whenever we are not able to be together. Because God has designed us as one body to live life together. To live the life that He gives to us, that He strengthens us with. Because He has given us each other to lean on and to build each other up. Amen.